You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The RMB BER Business Confidence Index, and BER is the Bureau for Economic Research, declined from 40 to 35 in the first quarter of 2021 in South Africa. This means close to seven out of 10 senior executives expressed their dissatisfaction with prevailing business conditions, up from six previously. Such low confidence levels continue to highlight the fragility of the economic recovery. With me now is Siobhan Redford, who's SA economist at RMB. I'm quite disappointed with this, Siobhan because I've seen the PMI going up, I've seen the stock market going up, I've seen the RAND strengthening, and suddenly 7 out of 10 people don't like it, uh, the people that you survey. It was an unusual figure for me. You know, for us, I think it was less of a surprise. Um, you know, it, it, it's more a case of um, we did see load shedding hitting last year. We have seen that while we've had this incredible um, return to economic activity in the third quarter um, relative to the second quarter of last year, um, you know, we knew that the third quarter was going to to be more muted and expected that this would, you know, would, would extend into the first quarter of this year. Okay, the first quarter survey covered about 1,300 business people. Uh, How do you find it? Is it forward-looking or is it backward-looking? Just give us an idea for the people that don't understand the Business Confidence Index. It's a little bit of uh, both, and and also uh, current looking. So you know, we we do ask them about their experience. So 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 you know, when we're looking at things, for example, retail, which um, saw quite a dramatic fall in confidence, we suspect that you know, uh, worse than expected outcomes from the fourth quarter will have contributed to this decline, as well as current low sales volumes. Uh, but then we also do look at you know, do ask. For, for information as to what they, you know, are expecting for business conditions in the future as well. Um, for us, the way we look at the actual business confidence number, that, that you know, the composite uh, business confidence number, is that it's, it's giving us a sense as to what first quarter economic growth is going to look like. So, the, the, that headline number is a now number, actually. Okay, so that's good. So it's a nice mix. We've got various subcomponents of the uh, Business Confidence Index, and you've mentioned retailers, but we have to go through it as well. You've got retailing, manufacturing, new vehicle dealer confidence, which is obviously a, a durable good, and so it goes on. But let's just go back and go into more detail with retailing, because you know the spending economy of South Africa, I think, it accounts for around about two third of our two thirds of our economy. So it's it's terribly, terribly important. Uh, just go into more detail, if you would, please, Siobhan. Sure. As I mentioned, um, we saw basically retail confidence fall, and when it was a fifty, uh, so it was at neutral, um, neither expanding or contracting in the fourth quarter, and it has fallen to thirty-seven index points, which is just one index point higher than it was in the third quarter. We think, as I mentioned, that um, fourth quarter sales disappointed. We think that what drove that high um, that high confidence included. Um, uh, you know, expectations for bumper sales from, say, Black Friday and from the festive season. And that would have disappointed. Um, and also, we, you know, having seen that sales volumes have been lower in the first quarter, you know, we think that is probably stemming from, among other things, the fact that you've had a delayed return to school. Um, and also, you know, we are seeing that employment is lagging the economic recovery in South Africa. So that means that you have people who are returning to the labor market 
out after being out of it from from the second quarter, who are you know at a faster pace than we are we are employing new people. So while while we're seeing better employment, we're also seeing um, higher unemployment, and that means that you've got people who are not earning, and so they aren't spending. And then just one more one more um, point on that yes. is that we also are expecting that your social grant um, top up, well not the social grant top up, sorry, the COVID nineteen special grant is going to come to an end quite soon. So that which has also been kind of you know boosting retail to some extent um, ha- is also going to be falling away quite soon. It's quite interesting the manufacturing number moving from the consumption side to the production side. You say that manufacturing confidence declined from 31 to 25 on an index basis. Now I've just seen the GDP numbers coming up from South Africa. I think it was, was it yesterday? Whenever it was, quarter on quarter, manufacturing rose by 21%, uh, obviously off a low base. But you say, well, exports improved further. Domestic sales volumes lost momentum. So we're not buying stuff internally, but we are exporting. Will that turn around, do you think, with the strength of the RAND as we become less competitive with the strong RAND? Not, um, especially in terms of the export performance, because what what really is driving this is 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 a lot of fiscal stimulus and and very accommodative monetary policy. You know, we are expecting now for for Biden's um, uh, stimulus package to 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 be you know come come online quite soon, and that's going to put a massive amount of of money into the hands of. Americans, which is going to boost demand and hence, you know, boost the supply chain of which we, we're we often at the beginning of that. But, you know, that is what pushed commodity prices up um, towards the end of last year and, you know, is is supporting them now. So from that point of view, manufacturing could probably expect it to, to remain relatively robust, um, you know, go, go, going forward, especially from an export point of view. Of course, there are always risks that could, you know, we could see a bit of a, a, a um, downside surprise, but um, we, we're actually still relatively bullish that it will look better. Our concerns, though, and, you know, we, as you, you know, you mentioned, com- uh, manufacturing looked really good in the fourth quarter. We, you know, we expect it to continue growing, but um, there are some concerns that there are bottlenecks, um, bottlenecks in the supply chain right now. So we aren't getting components we need from offshore, even locally, such as steel, for the manufacturing process. And so what that is doing is um, preventing how much manufacturing can kind of go further. There's three more categories that we need to mention, but we haven't got time. So you're going to pick one of them, if you would, please, Siobhan. Uh, new vehicle um, dealer confidence weakened from 41 to 35. That's the first one. Building contractors deteriorated marginally. I mean, it's really, really low there, 21 down to 20. And wholesale trade as well, edging lower to 58, but it's above 50 at least. Which is the most interesting to you of those three? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a favourite. What I, what I think is, is is important to look at, though, is I'll, I'll talk about the building contractor confidence. And you know, the building sector was already in quite a lot of trouble prior to the the, the hit by, from the pandemic. Um, you know, we were already seeing a decline in demand. We had oversupply of. Um, office um, space, retail space, and and um, residential space. Uh, there has been a you know what's kind of 
given some kind of uptick in confidence to the the building contractor side last year was the fact that you know we you did have people doing home improvements instead of going away because they couldn't and also because you know there was suddenly this move to work from home so people were improving their, their the spaces in which they were were operating to to make it more conducive this again is also going to be one of those things which is going to remain going forward where there is a sliver of hope is that should governments planned um infrastructure expenditure start um you know start happening during the course of this year you know in terms of your road networks and your rail networks etc we could actually uh, see some some boost given to 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 the building sector from the civil side in your bottom line statement which is written by yourself and your colleague etienne larue it says here and I quote, at 35, the RMBBER business confidence index is a good 30 points higher than the slump in confidence seen during the height of the COVID-19 induced lockdown in the second quarter of last year. Goodness me, it seems like a long time ago. This is a notable improvement. That said, you go on to say, in level terms, the first quarter BCI is still in deep net negative terrain etc uh, vulnerable as it is we would therefore it would not therefore take much to blow the recovery of course what you're really saying here Javon, is that if for example the commodity price boom which we've experienced over the last few months starts to falter if the rand starts to weaken if the world's asset classes starts to come off from their very high levels at the moment, then South Africa is extremely vulnerable to this type of uh, doomsday scenario that I've just painted. Absolutely. And over and above that, we still have future waves of COVID to expect and how, how that's going to play out. You know, we, we, we know government is going to do their best to prevent further lockdowns, but it is going to depend on, on hospital capacity as we, we experience these different waves. Um, you know, and we, we also have the ever-present um, threat from, from load shedding, uh, which, you know, if that gets much worse, we are, you know, that will also take us very, very easily off track. Siobhan, thanks so much for your analysis. That's Siobhan Redford, who's an essay economist at RMB, talking about the RMB Bureau for Economic Research Business Confidence Index. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.